Begin today the Gemara on Daf Chafala from Adalif, right at the beginning of the Yomot. So the Gemara here brought a machlekes between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah regarding one person that said Hareini Nazer. Then his friend comes along and says Va'ani. A second person comes along and says Va'ani. So Reish Lakish says that saying Va'ani only works if it's Taich Kedei Dibur, which means within the time period that it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rebbe. That's what most Rishayim say, Shalom Alecha Rebbe. So therefore, only three people will be able to say Va'ani, and then Va'ani, Va'ani, to be Taich Kedei Dibur from the first person that said Hareini Nazir. But a fourth person is already right after that, too late. <laughs> but Rabbi Yehuda says that even the fourth person could also say Va'ani as well, because Rabbi Yudha says the whole idea over here is that we're giving this person a chance, even if his Rebbe passes by. And he has to say, he used to greet his Rebbe, and he's telling him, Shalom Alecha Rebbe, he should still have a chance to say Va'ani. This Gemara is actually the source, I think I once mentioned before, in one of the Rishayim, Rabbi Natam says, this whole entire concept of Teich Kedei Dibur is a Takonas Chachamim. I mean, I'll tell you there's no such a thing as Teich Kedei Dibur. You have that few moments to change what you wanted to say or to add or to connect this to a previous word that you said. So he says, you see over here in the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda says, what happens if you have a student and his Rebbe is punked walking by? So you're not giving him a chance to greet his Rebbe and, and say Vani. So from our Gemara we see that Chachamim were masakin this because of this circumstance. And therefore, Rabbi Yudin says that even the fourth individual could also say Vani because you're, you're right after Teich Kedai Dibur. That's, that's part of the union of Teich Kedai Dibur if you come right afterwards. Okay, so the Gemara here brings a Braise as a proof to Rish Lakish's opinion. That has to be within Teich Kedai Dibur, not after. So we learned that it's like Rish Lakish's opinion in a Nazir. A person says that I am a Nazir. His friend heard this. And he waited for Kedai Dibur. He waited for how long it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rabbi. And then he said, I as well. So who Aser? The original, the person himself that said, Hareini Nazir, he will be Aser, he'll be a Nazir. But V'chaveiroi Moter, his friend, because he waited too long, so then his words do not connect to the previous, to the first person, and therefore his, his, his Naziris does not take effect. Dibur is as long as it takes to greet a teacher. Shalom Alecha Rabbi. So here we see, like Ishlaker said, it said clearly there has to be Toich Kedai Dibur. And if you waited Kedai Dibur, and even if you said it right after, it's too late. Rabbi Yudin said that if it's right after, then it is okay. So we see a Braise clearly like Rish Lakish. Now the Gemara says, shall we say that the Mishnah that we learned just before, in the beginning of the Perik, that Mishnah, the Mishnah should also be a Raya to Rish Lakish. What did the Mishnah say? Mi Shomar Hareini Nazar. A person says, I'm a Nazar. And a friend heard this. And so he said, Va'ani, me too. Then Va'ani, a second person, comes and says, Va'ani, me too. So the mission only mentions two people. The Sulay, it doesn't mention more than two people. So what's the Gemara proving from this? If, according to Rabbi Yudin that says that even a third person and a fourth person could also say, me too. And why? Because Rabbi Yudin says that the concept of Teich Kedai Dibur doesn't just mean within the time period that it takes to say these three words, but it means also right after it, the time it takes to say these three words of Shalom Alecha Rabbi. So why would the Mishnah not say this Chiddush? The Mishnah should have said this Chiddush that a third person and a fourth person, there's a huge Chiddush in that. 
Right, so the Rishayim, the Rosh, the Taisus, a little bit different Taisus, but the Rosh over here explains, I, the Mishnah, only said two people. Korintereshlakish, it could have said three people. A third person could also say Vani. But that would not be any unique Chiddush. When you say the first person, then you say the second person, the third person, it's all the same. It's the same idea of Teich Kedai Dibur. So the idea that Teich Kedai Dibur, that's, that's a, 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 a halacha that everyone knows, that within Teich Kedai Dibur, so you could say Vani, and what you say connects back to the first person. So two people, three people is the same thing. There's no need for the Mishnah to say it. But according to Rabbi Yudin, see that was Mechadish, that even the fourth person, right after, that also is connected. So why did the Mishnah not say the fourth person? So the Gemara now answers and changes our entire understanding of the Sinyan. Says the Gemara, Tane, Kiruchle, Lechshe, Velezel. Should the Tan of the Mishnah count to a third person, a fourth person, and so on, like a peddler that, that's the, showing his merchandise and he shows one thing and another thing? Why would the Tana have to say all of this? What is the Gemara answering here? So the Rosh explains, the Rishayim here explains, what the Gemara is answering is that not like we understood till now. Till now we understood that when, when one person says, Hareni Nazir, all the following people, for them to be a Nazir, their words have to connect back to the first person. Everybody's connecting their Naziris to the first person that said Hareni Nazir. But now they, so therefore, therefore the Gemara is saying that you have one, two, three, four. The fourth person is the last one that could connect back to the first person. But now the Gemara is saying it doesn't work that way. The first person, his Naziris is connected to the first. The, second per, the third person, his Naziris is connected to the second. And the fourth is connected to the third. Each one that says Va'ani is not connecting back to the first. It's connecting back to the one before him. So therefore, obviously, every additional person is Toich Kedei Dibur to the one before him. So there's no reason for the Tana to say third, fourth, fifth, sixth. It's, 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 it's obviously Teich Kedei Dibur if we're only talking about the one before. So therefore there's no reason for the Tana to say more than what it just said. But the Gemara asks, if that's the case, so why does the Mishnah even say two? The Mishnah says one person said Vani and a second person said Vani. But what's the point of that? The list Nichad, let the Mishnah just say one, one case, that what the first person said, Areni Nazir, the second person came along and said, Va'ani, and I too, and that's it. Velushmin and Hani, and I'll know all the other ones as well. If you're telling me that the, the concept of Teich Dibur means that each one is saying a Teich Dibur from the one before him, so there's no additional Chiddush of adding another person and another person, you're not telling me any Chiddush that the second person is still Teich Dibur. There's no Chiddush to say that a fourth person is right after Teich Dibur. So just say one, and I'll know that each one comes in continuation to the one before him. So my answer is, Hachanami. You're right, the Mishnah could have just said one case. That there's one person that said Arin Nazir, and one person said Vani. That's all. But the Mishum, the Ketani Seife, the Mishnah afterwards is teaching me another halacha. The Mishnah says... Hutar harisha in what? If the first person got a heter for his nizirus, so hutra kulon. All the others that follow after him, their nizirus is also not permitted because they were all dependent on his situation. If he's a nazir, they are. If he's not, they're not either. And then hutar achrayim. But if the last person got a heter, so then ha mutter. Only the last person will be mutter, but the kulon asura and everyone else will be asur. So the mission over here is saying Rishain and Achrein. And the mission is here is teaching me this halacha that McLeod, from this we understand, the Ikem Tsoi, that there's someone in the middle. You can't say Rishain and Achrein if there's only two. 
So then there's first and second. The Mishnah is saying that there's the, that there's the Rishain and the Achra and the first and the last. So that means that the Mishnah is teaching me this halacha regarding a case where there's someone in the middle. So therefore, in the beginning of the Mishnah, it also said a case where one person said Vani, another person said Vani, because of the language, the way it says it in the Sefer of the Mishnah. Now, there's something that's missing here, and it's not clear, in the, the Lashon, the way the Gemara gives this answer, because even in the Sefer of the Mishnah, when it says Rishain and Achrain, it's not clear why does the Mishnah in the Sefer have to say Rishon and Achrain? What's the Mishnah coming to teach me in the Sefer? That when the first person is Mata the Nazirus, because the second is dependent on the first, so then the second Nazirus also becomes Mutter. If the second person is Mata the Nazirus, the first is not dependent on him. So, so it's not going to be Mata the first. The Mishnah could say the same halacha with one and two. It's not necessary to have a middle, a person in the middle, one, two, and three. So this question still remains, why did the Mishnah say a case of three people if it could have said the same halacha with two people? But the Rosh says, according to the continuation of the Gemara, we will see that the, that middle person is going to tell us, teach us a new halacha that, that the Mishnah Dafke said, the middle person, the case of one, two, and three. Let, we'll see the continuation of the Gemara. What's the Lenin Messiah over here? You start off with Lenin Messiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Where's the end of it? The Gemara not concluded that there's no Raya from the Mishnah. The Gemara wanted to say that you see in the Lashon of the Mishnah that it's only saying one, two, and it doesn't say four. According to Rabbi Yehuda Nesir, there's a huge Chiddush in saying Dafka four. That's, if the Mishnah is coming to count one, two, so it shouldn't stop by two, it should, st- it should stop by four. Four is the main Chiddush. According to Reish Lakish, there's no reason to go to four. By two, you tell me the idea, Toich Kedei Dibur. So two, three, it's the same thing. According to Rabbi Yudin it should have said four. That was the Gemara's Raya. But the Gemara said it's not a Raya, as we just explained, because it's just saying each one comes in continuation to the one before, not to the first one. The Gemara is actually going to focus on this right now, because based on what we just learned, it comes out that we could say two Pshatim in the Mishnah. When you have the first person saying Areni Nazir, and then other people follow and say Vani, and another person says Vani, are they all saying the Vani connected to the first person? Or is each one saying Va'ani connected to the one before him? That's the Gemara. Gemara will ask this Iboy here right now and focus on this. So the Shiloh was asked about this. Do I say that each one when he says Va'ani, so he's saying that I will be like the, his friend that came right before him? That's what he's associating his Naziris uh, to? Each one of them, when they say Va'ani, they're associating their Nazirahs. Va'ani means, I will be like the first one that specified and clearly said, Areni Nazir. What would be the relevance? What's the difference if it's the one before or the first one? So like we, according to what we just learned, we could understand. The Gemara explains, Latfusi Umezel. Could you have additional people that will associate their Nazirahs with the one before them? And how far does this go? If you're going to say that each one is associating his Naziris with the one right before him. So So then you could have a chain of people that can say forever, Vani, Vani, Vani. And he, you're always saying it to the one right before you. But if you're going to say that each one is associating his Naziris with the very first one that said Areni Nazir, so then, So more than Kedai Dibur, you can't continue this chain too far from the first person. Right? So we had two, two opinions before. Shlokish says that there would be only three people. Rabbi says even four people, but further than that, it can't go. So that's the question there. So the Gemara says, let's see what it said in our Mishnah. 
So let's see from the Lashon of our Mishnah, it said, Gemara is going to bring the same exact discussion that we just had. The first person said, I'm a Nazir. And now the first one, his friend hears, and he says, me too. Now a second person comes and says, and me too. And the Mishnah stops there. It doesn't say any more than this. It just says one person and a second person. So from this I see, that they are all connecting their Nazirahs to the first person. That's why the Mishnah stops after two. It doesn't go any, any further than that. Because if you would say that the Mishnah is saying and teaching me that each one is associating his Naziris with the one right before him and not to the first one, so let the Mishnah say more in order to let me know this Chiddush over here that each one is associating his Naziris with the one right before him. And you can go even further than two, three, four, five, and even further than that. So it should say, again, let it say many more cases of Vani. So the Gemara answers, just like it answered before, Tane, Kiruchle, Lechshev, Lezel, does the Tana have to continue counting like a peddler that shows you his merchandise? Doesn't the Tana doesn't have to continue counting this? In other words, the Tana considered this to be Poshet, that the idea of Teich Dibur means the one that was speaking right before you. You're not associated to the first person. You heard your friend saying, Vani, so you're saying based on what he said. So there's no point in saying more cases than this. If so, again, the Gemara asks the same question that I asked before, Velisnichat. If so, it's not necessary to say more than just one person has said Vani. Why does it say two? Velishmin and Kulu, and I would know already from that one that the same applies to all the rest if the other people would say as well. Answers the Gemara. I did the Ktani Hutter, Rishon, Hutru Kulon, Hutra, Achren, Hutru, because in the second part of the Mishnah, it teaches me the halacha about the Rishain and about the Achrain, and over there, Miklal, the Ika, and Tsoi, the someone in the middle, so therefore, in the Rish of the Mishnah, it also says that there's three people there the first person that said Adani Nazir, and then Va'ani, Va'ani. As I said, the Gemara will soon explain why this Emtsoi uh, is relevant over here for this halacha. Toshama, the Gemara says, let's. Bring a raya from this lashon of the Mishnah itself that it says in the Sefer. Hutar harisha, and what does the Mishnah say? If the first person was matter his naziras, hutrukulat. So then all the people that followed after him, they're all going to be mutter. So what do we understand from this? That rishain who dushado. Only if the first one is matter his naziras, then the ones that follow afterwards are going to be mutter because they're all dependent on the first one. But if the first, if, if any of the middle people here, if there's a number two or number five, whoever it is, if someone else in the middle was Mateh his Nazirus, then all the people following after him, their Nazirus will not be Mutter. Why is that? So Shmami no, don't I, can't we, we could learn out from this. Bekama Mitvesen, that all the people that followed and said Va'ani, 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 they're all associating their Naziris with who? With the first person. So therefore, only if the first person was mat to his Naziris, do all the rest that follow afterwards fall apart. But if someone in the middle is mat to his Naziris, so he has a heter for his own Naziris. But anybody else that follows afterwards will not have a heter, because it seems from the Mishnah that all the people that follow, their Naziris is associated with the first person. And the first person's Naziris is still intact. And says the Gemara, no, you can't be medayik, this from the Mishnah. I can tell you, that really, one is associating his Naziris with his friend right before him. They're not all connecting their Naziris to the first person. Okay, so why then, why then does the Mishnah say, 
That's because the Mishnah wants to teach me that it's possible that one person will be Mataz Naziris and everybody will become Mutter. It wants to say this halacha of Kulan, that everybody will become Mutter. So that's why it says the first. If we would say that there's somebody in the middle that was Mataz Naziris, so then not everybody's going to be Mutter. So there's the first one, or the son, there's people before that their Naziris will not be Mutter. That's the only reason why the Mishnah said Rishon, because it wants to show you this possibility, this Chiddush, that everybody becomes Mutter. But the truth is, the Emtsoi, everybody following the Emtsoi, will also become Mutter, because all the later people are dependent on the ones right before them. Now the Gemara tries to prove this from the next, this, the next case that the Mishnah said. Toshima, what did the Mishnah say then? That Huttar Ha'achrein. What's if the last person was Matez Naziris? So Ha'achrein Mutter. The last one himself, he will be Mutter, but Vakula Nasurin, everybody else that came before him, they will all be Asr. Why will they all be Asr? So, from this we understand, so the Gemara explains, the Loi Ikachrine Basre. There's nobody else that comes after the last person. So, he's himself. He was Mateus Naziris. Nobody else is dependent on him. So, everybody else before him, their Naziris still remains, in effect. So now says the Gemara, Avo, we can be medayik from the Mishnah, Avo lem tzoi, if there's somebody in the middle, if the second person in the middle, he was Mateus Naziros, the Ekachrene Basrei, and there is somebody that is following after him, Mishteri, so then the person following after him will be Mutter. What does the Mishnah say? Only if the Achrein is Mateus Naziris, then nobody else gets Mutter. But if there's a middle one that's Mateus Naziris, it's Mashma, that the ones that follow him will be affected by the Seter. Their Naziris will also fall apart. Shema Minas, I see from this, Chad Bechavre Mitves, that when you have all these people, each one is associating his Naziris with the one right before him. Says the Gemara, from this as well, there's also no Raya. Really, I can tell you, each one of them that say va'ani, they're associating their Naziris with the very first person. So, my achra in the ketani. When the Mishnah here says that if the last person is Mateus Naziris, that only he will be mutter and nobody else, achra really means emtsoi. Achra doesn't literally mean necessarily the last. Achra means a later person. It includes even the second person, not only the third or the last. So, why does the Mishnah use the term achra? Because before, when it taught the previous halacha, so there it's Taka speaking mamish about the first, and it wants to tell you that the first could, could cause a hetta for all of them, so here it also uses the term achrein. But achrein doesn't necessarily mean achrein. Any later person in the chain that says that his uh, nizirus is mutter will cause everybody that follows after him that their nizirus should also be mutter. So the kids are, from our mission, there's no raya to either way of the Sibaya. The last one has to hear the first one or not? If if uh, he's associating his naziris with the first one, for sure, yeah, yeah. Toshema, okay, but here the Gemara in the end brings a clear brayse that resolves this shaila. Tanya behed, yeah, we learned clearly in a brayse that says this. Hutar harishain, if the first one that said adeni nazir, he was matiz naziris hutru kulon. Everybody that follows is now mutter. If it was the very last person and he was Matez Naziris, only the last one, his Naziris will be Mutter. Everybody else is not associated with him, so there will also be Asr. This was the case that we were asking about. If it's the middle person that was Matez Naziris, those that follow after him, they will be Mutter by him being Matez Naziris. So you clearly see that the people after him are associated with him, with the middle person, not with the first person. 
And those that are before this middle person, they will still remain also with their Naziris. I clearly see from here, that when you have many people that come and say, each one is associating his Naziris with the one right before him, not with the first person. This is a clear raya, as the Braise says. So you don't have to hear the first person before. Yeah, so according to this, L'chaire so not. L'chaire not. So he's saying about Ani. He doesn't know what the other guy's saying about Ani for. Okay, so um, it's a good question. I mean, if he, does he, if he has to hear or not, it's a good question. Okay. Huh? So what's he saying about Ani for? Whatever he accepted upon himself, Ani. Yeah, okay, so the question is if he has to know. Okay, it's a good question. But the point is, though, that he's depending his Naziris on the status of the one right before him. So yes. if the one right before him is going to be a Nazir, you will be too. If he requests <laughs> a Heter, so you won't be either. That's, that's the Maskana. So the whole discussion we had before about Teich Kedei Dibur between Ishlakish and Abihud whether it means three people or four people according to the conclusion of the Gemara, there's no three, there's no four. It could be an endless right. amount of people. Each one is associating his Naziris with the one right before him. Which is, no, forget But, huh? it's, uh, but it only has to be Teich Kedei Dibur, correct. Yeah. So the Machleik is will still apply whether it has to be Teich Kedei Dibur within the time to say Shalom Allah Rebbe or it could be right after or it could be a moment after. Abhudin Nasiya said that Samuch, the idea of Teich Kedei Dibur means also Samuch, a moment after, right. Okay, Zakta Gemara. It said in the Mishnah, A person says, My mouth should be like my friend's mouth. Or, My hair should be like my friend's hair. So the Mishnah said that the Naziris takes effect. If you say that your mouth should be like his mouth, or that your hair should be like his hair, You become a Nazir with this. Why is that? But Amin will ask you a contradiction on this. So there's a Braise that says, Yadi Nizira Viragli Nizira. Person says, My hand should be a Nazir. My feet should be a Nazir. Loyamaklum. What he said is, is pointless. Doesn't become a Nazir. Raishi Nizira. Kvedi Nizira. Person says, My head should be a Nazir. My liver should be a Nazir. Hare is a Nazir. Then he becomes a Nazir. The Braise explains that cloud the rule here is as follows. If you accept Naziris and you're using a limb, an organ of your body that your life depends on it, so then you're accepting Naziris on yourself. But if you're just saying, my hands, my fingers, my feet, so that's something that's not your, your life, it's not you, so therefore you don't become a Nazir. So the Gemara's question is, in our Mishnah, when a person says, my mouth should be a Nazir, my hair should be a Nazir, how does he become a Nazir? Amar Rav Yudas answers the Oma Hachi. The case here is that this person said as follows: My mouth should become like his mouth, miyayin, that it will not drink wine. That's what he said. Or Visaidi Kisadai, that my hair should be treated like his hair, milagos, that it won't be cut. So therefore, he spelled it out in this way, so he's going to become a nazir. So according to somebody showing him, it's only taki if he spells it out this way. <laughs> if he wouldn't spell it out this way, he wouldn't become a nazir. But there is another pshat that many Rishayim say that what he's answering is that when you speak about your mouth or your, your uh, hair and associating, you're saying, I'll be like my friend, my mouth should be like my friend's mouth. So it's understood that this is what he meant. He, he meant to say that his mouth should not drink wine like his friend or that he's, he's not going to cut his hair like his friend. Right? If a person stand, comes along and says, my foot is going to be a nazir, it's not going to be a nazir. Or same thing also with your mouth. If you would stand, come along and say, my mouth should be a nazir, you're also not going to be a nazir. But because your friend already accepted naziris, and now you're saying that my mouth should be like his mouth, so it's understood that you meant to say that you're not going to drink wine like him. And the Amma says, even if you, according to this pshat, even if you're going to say, my foot 
should be like my friend's foot, it would also mean the same thing, that my feet will not go to a place to become Tome like my friend, does, it will not go to a place to become Tome. That's another Pshat in the Rishayim. Okay, the next case in the Mishnah, it said, that ain't Nizira. Person's wife said that I'm going to be a Nazir, Vishama Baila. Her husband heard this, Omar Vaani. And the husband then says, I, I, me too, I'm also going to be a Nazir. So now, the husband cannot nullify his wife's Naziris. Usually he has the power to nullify his wife's Naziris, but not after he said that I'm going to be a Nazir like her. So the Gemara introduces a Shaila, and then we'll use this mission to prove this Shaila here. So the Shaila was asked, regarding a husband nullifying his wife's Nadarim. Baal, Mekar, Okar. There's a husband completely uproot his wife's Nadarim retroactively. That it was like never a Nazirus or never a Nadar. Oidilme Megas Gaius. Or he does not uproot it, but he just cuts it off in its tracks where it is from here forward, not retroactively. Okay, this is, uh, if you remember, we learned about this in the Dadim. In the Dadim, over there, the Gemara always said that this is the difference between a Chacham and a Baal. A Chacham, he has a Pesach, so he shows how this, this, this nether was never a nether in the first place, uproots it retroactively. But by a husband, he doesn't have to find any Pesach. He just nullifies his wife's nether or Nazidus just from here going forward. In the Gemara Nadarim, I don't remember the Gemara there, should I ever ask this Iboyeh, Benigeya, to a Baal and his, and his wife in this kind of a way that it asks it over here, if, if I remember correctly. So some, some Mepharshim actually want to say that this, that this Shaila of the Gemara is only regarding Nazidus, not regarding every nether. But you, you, there's a Svara to say here that the husband does have a power to uproot his wife's Nazidus even retroactively. And the Gemara explains, What would be the difference whether it's uprooted retroactively or only cut from here going forward? Le'isha shenadra benazir. The chilek would be a woman that accepted a parnasov's Nazidus. Her friend heard this, and a friend says, Me too, I'll be like this woman. Now, the husband of the first woman heard that his wife accepted Naziris, and nullified this. So now, what happens to the second one? If you're going to say that when her husband uprooted her Naziris, it uproots it retroactively, her friend will also be mutter. Because she's dependent on the first one. If the first one is uprooted completely, so then her Nazirus is not a Nazirus either. V'yamrit megis gaius. But if you're going to say that the first woman, so her Nazirus, when her husband is matarit, so he just cuts it where it is, so i So her Nazirus is going to be cut from here going forward. But her friend that's associated her Nazirus to, to the first woman, so at that time it was a Nazirus. And it just got cut from going forward. But So the second one will still be a Associated to the first Naziris that was a Naziris before. So, my, what's the Allah about this? Mm-hmm. So, Gemara says. The same question the first follow the Mishnah? What? In the first case in of the, the Mishnah? Question, the same question. No, but over there, though, it spoke about getting a hatter from a Chacham. Getting a hatter from a Chacham. No, but it says Yeah, yeah, okay. And over there, the Mishnah said that if the uh, Hutta Arish and Hutra Kulam, because over there it's a Chacham. Over there it's Pashit that it, re- it uproots it retroactively. By a Chacham, we don't have a Suffolk about this. The suffix is only by a husband, whether it uproots it retroactively or only cuts it from here going forward. So the Gemara says, so we can bring our eye from what the Mishnah itself says here. Toshima, what did the Mishnah say? Arain in Izira. Person's wife says, I'll be a Nazir. Vishama, Baila, and the husband hears about this. And the husband says, I will be a Nazir as well. After he says this, any Yachalahofer. Now he can't nullify his wife's Naziris. Why not? Why can't he nullify? 
The Gemara explains, If you're going to say that when the husband nullifies his wife's Naziris, all he's doing is he's cutting the Naziris from here going forward. So, let the husband nullify his wife's Naziris, and Vuhu litzar, but he remains Asar. He accepted upon himself to be a Nazar like his wife. Okay. So he remains a Nazar, but he, he uproots, he, not uproots, sorry, he cuts his wife's Naziris from here going forward. So, don't you think that the Pshad over here is, that the husband uproots the Naziris retroactively. So therefore over here, once he accepted upon himself to be a Nazir, so he can't uproot the Naziris retroactively. Not the Naziris took effect on him that he's a Nazir, so it's too late. Can't, that's the reason why he can't uproot it. Again? Why should he able to... Why not? From now... Oh, okay, for a second. So let's see this is what the Gemara says now. So the Gemara says, No, this, it's not dependent on this question of whether it uproots it retroactively or it cuts it going forward. Really, I can tell you, that the husband, he just cuts his wife, Naziris, from here going forward. Really, because of this Svara itself, I would say that he could cut his wife's Naziris from here going forward and he remains a Nazir himself. But the reason why when the husband says Va'ani, that I'll be a Nazir like my wife, that he can't nullify now his wife's Nazirahs, because the moment the husband says Va'ani, I'm going to be like you, it's like the husband clearly validated his wife's acceptance of Nazirahs. Right, so we learned about this already in Adar. And once a husband validates his wife's Nazirahs, too late, he can't nullify it. So by saying Va'ani, he's validating so, E. Mitchell, the only option he has is, E. Mitchell Ahakamasai, if he will now request a, heke, uh, a heter, that is, for this that he validated his wife's Naziris, then Motsi Mefer. Now he could nullify his wife's Naziris, just like you can request a heter for any neder. Remember, we learned in the Gemara Nedarim, if you validate your wife's neder or Naziris, you can request a heter for that as well. But Viloy, Le Motsi Mefer, if he's not going to get a heter for his hakama, for this that he validated his wife's Naziris by saying, Vani, he can't uproot his wife's Naziris anymore. Toshama, the Gemara tries to bring a raya from another a mission of Aita here. The, the say, in the Mesechta here, that is. So it says, A, isha nazir. a woman accepted upon herself's Naziris. And she already separated the animals that she's going to have to bring as a carbon for the Naziris. And then her husband nullified her Naziris. So the Mishnah, so the Mishnah, or maybe this is a Braise, it says, If she went and took an animal that belonged to her husband, and that's what she separated to be used as the animal for her Naziris, for the conclusion of her Naziris, and now she's not a Nazar at all, so So this animal, it should just go back into, well, with all the other animals, and it just becomes regular animal chulin. It's because she took his animal for, for her Naziris, so it, 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 it doesn't become hectish at all. If she had her own animal and she was maktish, that is, if she took her own animal, she was maktish it for her nizirus. So then, the chatos that has to be brought for the conclusion of nizirus, that chatos has to be left to die. Okay, so what do you see over here? The husband nullified the nizirus and she now dedicated her animal for chatos. And we say that this chatos remains a chatos and it has to be left to die. If you're going to say that the husband, when he nullifies her nazidus, he uproots it retroactively, 
Tepik lecholin. This animal that she dedicated to become a carbon chattas for her naziros, now it's uprooted retroactively. It should go out to become cholin. Why should you say that it has to die? El olav, so it must be the reason is, that the husband, he cuts the naziris from here going forward. So therefore, the chattas that was dedicated is a chattas. It just can't be used anymore. There's nobody to use it. So this is the halacha that you find by chattas. There's a halacha lamashimisina by chattas. If an owner dedicates a chattas and the owner dies, or the owner doesn't need it anymore, the chattas has to be left to die. It's left in a room, you don't feed it until it dies. So over here, in this case, she was a Nazir. So she dedicated it as a Chattas, it becomes a Chattas. But now the husband cut her in his so she can't use it anymore. That's why it has to be left to die. That's the only way to explain this. So the Gemara answer is, no, really I can tell you, the husband uproots in his retroactively. The Hainer time, the reason why it remains a Chattas and has to be left to die, and there's two Gersas here in the Gemara. The Gersas we have is, Kivin the loit sricha kapare, since now she does not need a kapare, have a kachatos shemesu balel. This still falls in the category of a chatos that had an owner, dedicated the chatos, and now the owner died. Ugimiri, there's a halacha lomashimisine, chatos shemesu balel, Thomas, a chatos that was dedicated properly, and now the owner died, so now you have to leave the chatos to die. So the Rosh says, the Pshad in the Gemara here is, when she dedicated the chatos, did she dedicate the chatos by mistake? No, it wasn't a mistake. At that point, she was a Nazir. True, the husband came along later and uprooted her Nazidus retroactively, but you can't say that she dedicated it by mistake at that time. So therefore, it remains a chatos, and the halach lamashimisine that says that if there's no owner to bring it, it has to be left to die, remains. That's the Gersa that the Rashl is Gairis, but other Rishayin and the Taisvis is Gairis. The Bachir says that you have to be Gairis over here, Kivin the Tzricha Kapara. That even if the husband uproots it retroactively, she still needs a kapara. If you remember, the Gemara said before that the very fact that she accepted Naziris upon herself, Rabbi Lazar says that she was mitzayed herself not to drink wine, so she still needs to bring this chatos, and therefore in this case, because she's not a Nazir anymore, she can't actually bring it, so it's going to have to be left to die. It's another pshat. Okay, let's see one more Toshima. The Gemara tries to bring one more Raya here. Toshima, the Mishnah later says, Isha Shanod Rabbin Nazir, a woman made an edit to be a Nazir. And she's not following her Naziris. She's drinking wine, she's getting tummy to people. She gets Malchus for this. That's the Mishnah. Now the question is, hey Chidomi, what is this Mishnah saying? If this Mishnah is speaking about a case where this woman accepted Naziris and her husband did not nullify her Naziris, is there any need for the Mishnah to say this, that this woman would get Malchus? Of course, she's not keeping her Naziris. So it's obvious what the Mishnah means to say is, the hey for Labal. Even though her husband nullified the Naziris, but nevertheless for this, that she didn't keep her Naziris before the husband nullified it, she gets Malchus for that. If you're going to say that when the husband uproots it, he uproots it retroactively, why should she get Malchus for this, that she didn't keep the Naziris before the husband uprooted it? Now it's uprooted retroactively. Hello, so we must say, love, don't you think that Shmamina from here, the Zarayah, Baal, Megas guy, is that the husband only cuts the Nazidus from here going forward. So if she didn't keep her Nazidus before, she's going to get Malchus for that. So the Gemarat says, no, Lo'ilam Eimelach, really I'll tell you, Baal, Mecca, Akar, that the husband uproots the Nazidus, he uproots it from before. 
So therefore, this Mishnah, when it says that she gets Malchus, must be talking in a case that the husband did not uproot the Nazidus. So then what's the Mishnah saying? There's no Chiddush here. So the Gemara says, you're right, there's Taka no Chiddush in this case of the Mishnah, but the Chiddush comes in the Sefer. It's only being written here because of what it says in the Sefer, that that when the husband uprooted her Nazidus, or he nullified her Nazidus, and she did not know about this. And she was drinking wine and becoming Tomei. She does not get Malchus, even though she thought that she's a Nazir, but the fact is that she's not a Nazir. We'll see later. There's a Machlekes about this. So according to this Tana, because she didn't know about this, so therefore she does not get Malchus. So that's the Chilish and the Sefer. So therefore brings the case of the Reish of the Mishnah, where the husband did not nullify the nether at all, that she gets Malchus, even though there is no Chiddush in that at all, but it says the Reish because of the Chiddush that's coming in the Sefer. So there's no Raya from this Mishnah. Right, say something about, 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 about